survives Wingfoot. Now the moment Aaron Bradley has waited. Curry Webb is the five-time Australian Open champion. Golf at its best by one of the best in golf, Peter Thompson. Stand in front of a crowd like this today and win the PGA Championship is pretty special. He's done it at last, Greg Norman. Gets his name on the Stonehaven Cup. Leash been to 11-under. We've got a new leader, kids. Here it is. Adam Scott. A life changer. Coming up next, you have unrestricted access to golf across Australia and the world. Thanks to Golf Australia, we're going inside the ropes. Subscribe now on iTunes or your favourite podcast app or head to golf.org.au. Hello and welcome to Inside the Ropes, episode number 148 from the mighty, mighty Royal Adelaide Golf Club here in beautiful South Australia. Day two of the ISPS Handa Women's Australian Open in the books. I'm Mark Hayes and much more notably, I'm joined by, well, well, only a little bit more notably, maybe Martin Blake. Hello, Hazy. <laughs> Good to be out here. I thought you were going to introduce someone else there. Well, I am, you but I had, right to go, I had to go in there. order of notability. And oh, really? Personally. Well, that, that is... Really tough. Yeah. And that voice you hear in the background is the one and only, the most popular visitor we've ever had on Inside the Ropes. I think that's what she keeps telling us anyhow. I think. Christina Lance, welcome back. FOTP, friend of the pod. I'm glad to be back. We're sitting here watching the lawn, the mowers out here. I really want to learn how to drive one of those. It would be really bad if you put me out there on one, but I want to learn when to drive one. It would be fun, wouldn't it? It's kind of, uh, I said to Hazy before, it's a bit Augusta-ish, that little. Yeah. But they, they do it. You know, in groups of, what, four or five, don't they? At Augusta. Augusta. People, people sit there watching it. They've got in groups of ten. Yeah. Packs. Yeah. I really want to drive the Zamboni one that, that uh. just glides across the green gracefully. More and graceful than I've ever been in my life. <laughs> and could they get this grass any lower? Hazy here at Royal Adelaide. It's uh, it's a fast-running track. I don't know, but I like the way you two are taking this podcast. I think yeah. you should keep going, the pair of you. Just okay. lead it on. Well, after last week at the Vic Open, where it was, it was hazy.com. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, copping a bit of a slap here. Sorry. All right, I'm going to yeah. take the reins back, back to the job at hand. temporarily yeah. at least. We have seen another spectacular day's play here. and We are surrounded by mowers. I do apologize for the noise. And if, and if they do shoot through, you'll probably hear Justin Felker in the background, and that's probably more annoying than the mowers. So for the time being, let's go with the leaderboard. Uh, Inby Park. Uh, just... Legend. Predictably, a the legend, queen. just the queen, as the queen. as Christina says. Imby Park and Jody Hewitt Shadow for our halfway leaders here at Royal Adelaide. They've uh, each reached ten under the card. They've done it in different ways, but uh, they've established a, a foothold in this tournament. I don't think either of them are going to let go too readily, especially Imby Park. When you've got Inby Park up top, it's it's tough to get past her. She already has a runner-up finish this year under her belt. When you got the queen up there, 19 wins, uh, it's hard to get there. It's great to see Jody up there, though. She's in her 10th season looking for that first win. It's come close a couple times, runner-up at the British two years ago, two, three years ago. It would be great to see Jody finally break through and get that win. She, she means a lot for European golf. She's a strong Solheim Cup player, and to get that win – it would be awesome. They're almost polar opposites in so many ways here. One's the ultimate closer in women's golf. One is the ultimate non-closer, unfortunately, so far. 
Uh, Jody was up at the top of the leaderboard um, here last year after yeah. the first round over at Grange just down the street here. Unfortunately, didn't finish well. Uh, here's hoping maybe this is her week. I'd love to see it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. NB, getting that 20th win here would be spectacular. And she said the reason she's here is to win and get on the get back on Team Korea for the Olympics. Love to see it happen. But that first win for Jody would mean so much to her. I know it would. It really would. Um, Blakey, yeah, I walked with Inby a lot today, Hazy. Um, yeah, she's just quiet the way she goes about things and just chips away. And she, I think she started with six straight pars. Uh, then she, you know, she had one great birdie opportunity, played the back nine first. Then on the 17th, which is playing really as a par four, but it's a par five here. So she hits on the green, two putts for birdie, then bombs a birdie on 18, and then away she goes, you know, like hits it close on the third close on the fourth, you know. Um, so I, I love watching her play. Didn't she um, have a massive gallery out there today? Yeah, yeah. I mean, people know. I mean, people here know golf. You know, they know yeah. this is one of the all-time greats of golf. It's a pity that's been so long since we've seen her. You know, tw 2012 Australian Open was the last time she's played an Open. Um, so I, I think she's going to be hard to, hard to beat. And that, that whole Olympic thing fascinates me, uh, Christina, because right at the moment she's the fifth-ranked Korean, uh, which is unbelievable in itself. She's, she's actually the sixth ranked sixth, Korean. Sorry, sixth ranked. <laughs> there's, there's five ahead of Ho her. Hoju Kim's ahead of her as well, Correct. right? So uh, she's saying that she, she wants to get on that team, but she actually w there was a press conference the other day and she said that she needs to win twice in the early part of the year. That's mm. basically the, the kind of that's the, that's the task ahead of her said, yeah. to get into Tokyo. So that's that's how that's a tough school. There's, there's no tougher school than that. If anyone's going to do it, it's the Queen. She's put herself in position <laughs> here. Uh, she won Founders Cup, which will be our next event in Phoenix. Uh, she won that two years ago. Uh, if if anyone's going to be able to do it, put her mind and just make it happen. It's in B, and we saw that in 16 when she came in after being sidelined with the thumb injury. People thought this might be the end. Where we're the last we're ever going to see in B. And then she just shows up and casually wins a gold medal. If yeah. anyone's going to do it, it's the queen. Love it. Hazy, just explain that Olympic selection while we're on this. So, yeah, so the top the 15 get in. For almost every country who has a player qualified, you're going to have two players. If you've got more than four or more than two in the top 15 of the IGF uh, which rankings, which basically um, um, simulate with the world or the Rolex rankings in the LPGA Tours case. Uh, you can have more than two, but not more than four. So in Korea's case, they will have four inside the top 15 in those rankings. The Korean team will be able to field four players. So basically it's going to come down to the top four ranked Korean <laughs> players about, about, what, a month out from the games? They close as of the mm. KPMG Women's PGA, so uh, pretty late in June. That's yeah. when we'll find out. And it's going to be close. Right now we've got Jin Young-ko, Sung Hyun Park, Jung Eun Lee six. And so Young Kim all ahead, yeah. uh, plus Hyoju, Inbi there, Soyeon right behind her. Soyeon is lurking here <laughs> as well. It's it's not going to be an easy road for Inbi certainly. Um, Hyoju played incredibly well last year. He didn't have a win to show for it, but played well. And Young Kim has been one of the sneaky strongest players on tour over the last few That's years. True. And it goes without saying, uh, Jin Young and Sun Hyun what they've done recently. Uh, it'll be tough. It will, uh, but this is by. No means is a, a walk in the park for the Koreans here. We did see a three-way playoff at the ISPS hand of Vic Open last week among the Korean women. Right now, though, it's shaping up as a, an extremely international leaderboard, which is great for the game. Uh, represents everything the LPGA Tour is to me. Uh, Gillian Hollis 
uh, or AKA Free, Free Willy, Willy Jelly. Jilly. What's that all about? That's a Twitter handle, and yep. we tried to ask her to get to the bottom of it today, and we were 20 minutes into the explanation, still none, no clearer. <laughs> Free Willy was a movie from my childhood. I think she's yes. too young to actually have seen Free Willy when it first came out, which, yes, I did. Um, but it was something to do with Shamu jumping over the kid, and more importantly, it rhymes, and she thought it was cute. And it's awesome, and it takes. So why not go with uh, it? That's good. She's had it for years, and she's sticking with it, and I like that. So Gillian Hollis is one stroke behind the leaders, the American uh, rookie on the LPGA Tour at nine under the card. A uh, couple of familiar names in a tie for fourth. Ian Cho, who we came to be very familiar with here in Australia, a winner of the uh, Australian Amateur Championship uh, back in 20... Oh, sorry, runner-up in 2016, she was. And she was so close last week uh, at the Vic Open again. And Marina Alex, who is in... Tip-top form. I, I really rate Marina Alex's game. Co- coached by an Australian, Ian Triggs, for quite a few years. Triggs has yeah. got, Triggs got quite the, the collection of players here, so it's, it's good to see. Always, always. Yeah. Marina yeah. told me she used to come down here quite frequently now with uh, getting more secure in her game and with FaceTime and everything that makes life easier. Doesn't have to get down here quite as often, but mm. she looks comfortable out there. She's confident in her game. Uh, had her win two years ago at the Cambia Portland Classic. And uh, played well for the USA at the Solheim Cup uh, last year. Certainly has that iconic moment where the last putt coming down to yeah. her and Suzanne Pedersen. Mm. And uh, we've all talked about that picture of Suzanne and Marina hugging as soon as it happened. And that's just the ultimate sportsmanship yeah. right there. Suzanne going straight to Marina and hugging her in the moment. And Marina being so happy for the woman who just beat her. But yeah. it was an, an incredible moment. Uh, and very big fan for all you South Australians listening to this in particular, but all around Australia. It's a very big fan of the uh, Cooper's uh, products that we have here. And the caddy, do you know her caddy's name? Kyle. Kyle apparently would, uh, I think, move his house to the Cooper's Brewery right. if he had quarter of a chance. So uh, don't be surprised if Marina Alex uh, gets the chocolates here on Sunday that we see Kyle and Marina making a beeline for that roll bar that's sitting over there in the distance. I can absolutely see that, and she'd have quite a posse there along with her. She's got a lot of friends out here, so yeah. if, if that happens, it'll be a party out here. She's a beauty. Now, adding to the international flavor of the leaderboard, Frenchwoman Celine Boutier, of course, the Vic Open champion last year. Madeleine Sagstrom, who's uh, has led the vast majority of the rounds on the LPGA Tour this year, uh, hit she's back nicely hot, today. She? Yeah, she's just playing beautiful mm. golf. Uh, had a hot run today. Get back up to seven under the card alongside Boudier in a share of sixth. Yulu. Uh, Yulu. <laughs> alongside Maria Farsi, who many of... Uh, so Yulu is from China, of course. Maria Farsi from Mexico that many will remember from her, I guess, breakout international performance at the Augusta National Augusta, yeah. Women's Amateur Championship last August. NCAA uh, champion. Uh, in, yeah. Yes, correct. Yeah. And, and there's a whole host of players at six under. Uh, Elizabeth Sokol from the United States, Yulimi No from the United States, Mi Hyung Lee from Korea, Ash Buhai from South Africa, uh, So Yon Yu is lurking at six under. Of course, Brittany Altamare, Dotney Adina from the Philippines, Ali McDonald was a brilliant round today, Lizette Salas always seems prominent in Australia, and then we come, to, oh, and Amy Olsen as well from the United States. And finally, 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 we come to the, <laughs> the leading Australian who's in a share of eight at six under in that uh, log jam there, Hannah Green. Blakey. Um, <laughs> She, it she, sounds a long way back, but it's only four shots back. Yeah, she's so, only four yeah. shots back, and there are a heap of people there at tight eighth. It makes it sound far worse than it is for the Australians because five Aussies made the cut. We'll go through them in a second. But Hannah Green's the best place right now to uh, fly the flag this weekend. Yeah, she's playing really nicely, Hannah, and uh, she's got a couple of little my golf 
what would you call them, participants from Mount Lawley back in Perth with her and her dad's with her and she looks pretty comfortable and I'm really impressed with the way Hannah, you know, has handled this whole thing of coming yeah. back coming back home, Christina, and uh, as a major champion, you know, there's a, there's a lot more emphasis on her. You know, she would have just slid in here this time last year without all that much notice, whereas it's totally different now. The crowds are much bigger around her, and uh, she's handling it really well and playing very nicely. I can't imagine what the pressure that has to be to kind of go from from relative unknown to absolute mm. hero overnight, which is what happened to her. And she's handled it like an absolute champ. Um, I had the pleasure of being with her at both her wins last year at KPMG and in Cambia in Portland. And it was the same Hannah that walked in for her first press conference as who walked in for her last, as who walked in for her press conferences this week. She's got a great head on her shoulders. Um, I, and I think flying under the radar for a long time honestly helps that. Mm. Um, she she is able to compartmentalize compartmentalized to a, to an extent that is that is impressive very impressive for a young woman uh, to come out and be able to do that and to bring these young girls along and give them the time of their life mm-hmm. and still be able to focus on them while still going out and playing incredibly well here and she's just finished filming a video with uh Karis Davidson it's, it's part two we had the original last year at, at the Grange nearby and this year we've just finished filming Bad Jokes too with Hannah Green and Karis Davidson. I, I can't commend it to you enough. All through all Golf Australia and Women's Australian Open channels, uh, a little bit, probably tomorrow, I believe, that's going to be launched. Um, yeah, just uh, keep an eye out for that one. Some comedy, I'm not going to say gold, but it's probably more like bronze. Uh, so let's roll with the bronze. But the fact that she can you know, fit that into her schedule, I think, is probably the more pertinent aspect of this conversation. She's just a, a ripping human being. Uh, as I said, tied for eighth. Uh, only four shots off the lead. She had eyes. She did tell us, uh, didn't she, Christina, that she had eyes on playing with uh, Inby Park at some stage this week. So she uh, oh, she did tell us another story too about how, what she did yesterday with her uncle. I missed that one. Did you? I missed that one. Oh, sorry. I Fill thought me you, in. I thought you heard that. She was uh, found out after a round yesterday, Blakey, that um, she'd hit an errant shot somewhere. She didn't exactly say which hole it was, but it was a blind tee shot. And she pumped one down there. It went a little bit further. And, and she found out last night she hit her uncle oh. on the fly, just oh, underneath the oh, collarbone on his, on his left chest. Is he okay? Uh, apparently, yes. Yeah, pretty stout uh, individuals, the uh, the Green family. And, uh, yeah, he didn't even bat an eyelid. And it's not even bruised. Can you imagine taking a Hannah Green drive on the full and not bruising? That is a terror of mine of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. I've nearly had it with amateurs before. Death by amateur on Pro-Am Day is not how I want to go out. But... But I've had it rattle around in the trees above me. I can't imagine what it's like to actually get hit by one of those. Flat out by, you know. Oh. Yeah, anyway, she apparently put one around her dad too, but just, just missed him. So <laughs> she right. did send out a warning because she's got plenty of friends and family. Warning on Saturday. Warning, warning. Do not go if you're a friends and family of Hannah Green on an unsighted drive. Anyway, that aside, uh, there are four, four other Australians who made the cut. Uh, Minji Lee's to be expected pretty much at four under the card. Uh, in a tie for 24th. But alongside her, Blakey, uh, little-known Queenslander who's starting to make mm-hmm. waves, Robin Choi, not, doesn't have any status whatsoever on the LPGA Tour this year. Unlike, I found out today, unlike um, Sarah Kemp la- uh, last year, who had minimal status and played her way through, she has no status, Robin Choi, and who will play a full Symmetra Tour season regardless of what happens here, unless she wins, of course. Um, and but you should mention that she did play on the LPGA last year, but didn't 
you know, get what she wanted. So no. she's lost her status, yeah. So she does have full Symmetra status and she will go and play that full season when it kicks into gear. Uh, but for now, she was tied sixth last week at Bowen Heads and banked the biggest check of her career, I think 33000 US from memory. And um, she's on track to build another uh, nice bank deposit here this week. So She made a nice run up the leaderboard today. Yeah. I, I guess Robin, you know, Robin uh, is from the Gold Coast, but uh, she left and went to college in the States. So she's kind of not that well known here, even though she's, you know, died in the wool Aussie. But mm. um, yeah, she's playing really well at the moment. Very yeah. softly spoken. Yeah. I, I hope she continues to you know, get the exposure, exposure that the game warrants. The other two Australians to make the cut, right on the number, they both had a nervous weight. It was Karis Davidson and Catherine Kirk. And the the, the uh, cut fluctuated between one under and even par for much of the afternoon. And those two Queenslanders sitting on even par, but they got the uh, the cards fell the right way in the end. Um, Kath- Catherine Kirk sort of looks a little ominous to me, Blakey. Like she's she's made too many bogeys so far to be up the top of the leaderboard. But she's also got a share of birdies, and she's she's one of those players who can click from a from a long range. Well, and she's a great putter. That, that's one. She thing can get. Say. She's a yeah. streaky putter. Yeah, yeah. She can really make everything. Uh, Minji Minji's situation was interesting. Um, first tournament of the year last week uh, at Bowen Heads, not playing her best. Definitely not playing her best. Uh, comes out here to the 18th. She's um, even par for the day and knocks one in from about. 35 feet. Mm. Um, Minji Lee played with Jong Un Lee, six, uh, and Nelly Corder, and they got nothing going all day. They're the, they're the three top players in the field on rankings, and they just could not get going today, those three. Um, so Jong Un uh, Lee, three putted the last, uh, mm. shot one over, and Nelly Corder shot even, even par, just did not get going at all. Six which was, finished which up and walked straight out here to the putting green <laughs> and spent a little while out there uh, working on that game. You could you could tell she was frustrated by how she finished. Of course, they're all, all inside the cut and they'll be there on the weekend, but uh, I think just outside the top 20. And just touching base on Karis Davidson, she, she uh, started nervously yesterday, wasn't happy at all, 75-2 over the card. She came out of the blocks today on the 10th and made a really... Uh, uncharacteristic double bogey. So she's staring down the barrel. And from there, she played really well. And actually, after she left, she was unsure whether she was going to make the grade um, as far as the cut goes. She said, I really hope I do because I think I'm starting to play better. If I can get to the weekend, mm. I reckon I can do something, make a bit of a splash. So I guess one of the bigger disappointments uh, from a, it's a, particularly from an Australian perspective, but probably overall, really, in terms of world rankings and everything like that, was the fact that Suo... Uh, fell on the wrong side of the cut line at one over. She uh, was in the inside the, the promised land for much of the afternoon, but, but bogeyed three of the final four holes. I'm not sure if either of you uh, saw that or how she sort of disappeared from our view there. Uh, no, I didn't see it, but I did see her make a triple on the 12th uh, yesterday, just out of nowhere, just yeah. hit it into the mulga left of the green and messed it up. And, uh, you know, just, she's... Just too many costly I'm, mistakes. I'm surprised. Um, I'm really surprised. I thought Sue... At her 12th Australian Open appearance, which is incredible in itself, uh, I thought she'd probably play a bit better, but she didn't play well enough. She's packing her bags. And Kari uh, Webb, of course. Yeah, of the other Australians. And Kari Webb, um, she actually stood on the last tee here today, needing, a, I'm not sure if she knew it at the time or not, but needing a birdie to make the cut, um, which is remarkable given her preparation. Uh, as it turned out, she made a bogey, uh, missed by two at two over, but a, a solid showing given very limited practice, and she's, she's clearly ill, so... Um, she did well. Sarah Jane Smith just couldn't make a putt. Also finished at two over. 
of the other Australians, Whitney Hillier was very disappointed within herself. I don't think she has reason to be, but she put so much pressure on herself to perform at this tournament. Finished four over. Um, Sarah Kemp was flat. She was two under at one stage, but finished with seven bogeys late, unfortunately, to finish at five over. Steph Nah on her home track, six over. Steph Bunky just couldn't make enough putts. Uh, she finished at six over. The lone Australian amateur in the field. And Tanya Ravenjack was uh, 15 over to wrap up the Aussies. I... Are there any sort of obscure Thai players we can throw Christina's way to pronounce? There's no doubt about that. You know, I, the one I'm looking at the Thai 24th player here. Thai 24th? I was going to hit it She's with She's probably not an LPGA player, but I'm not sure. But Mind Wankumsukul. Oh, Mind Wankumsukul? Oh, that was brilliant. You, didn't even, you, you have didn't just even gone wrong. <laughs> I didn't even have it on the screen. That's impressive. I practiced that name over and over again, and I never quite got it to where Maury Chitanya Garn would accept it. But <laughs> it sounds fairly close. Mind Wonkamsakul. When I, I just want to, I can't do it now because we're outside our normal studio. But I will promise the listeners of Inside the Ropes at some stage for a bit of light entertainment oh, at some stage this boy. year. We do have. Um, some sound grabs of. Um, I worked Chris. very hard on those, and you're making fun of them. No, we're going to save it. Brilliant. It's in, brilliant. In a dark moment of this year when we need some levity, you are going <laughs> to provide it. Oh, you're our inspiration. I'm glad I can lighten your day. Uh, Pavarisa Yoktuan. Yes, sir. You did that one quite well. Yeah. Well, say that again, Chief. Pavarisa Yoktuan. <laughs> I'm clapping. I'm clapping. <laughs> That's impressive. Golf claps, golf claps. All right, on the wrong side of the cut here, let's just run back. from Laura Davies was um, finished not so well today, unfortunately. We won't worry about the details there. The surprise to me, really, is Linnea Strom, uh, 81.75. For someone who was in the mix all the way at the Vic Open, she'll be disappointed with that. Uh, Maria Ho Uribe, probably another disappointment. I think she probably uh, expected to do better than where she's finished at 81 today. Um, going up the list... We probably run into the, the big name uh, alongside Suo, right next to her on the leaderboard, to be honest, is Lydia Ko, um, mm. who I witnessed today make the all-world par of 2020. The competition's Which over. Which hole was that? On the fourth. She drove it. She snap-hooked it, as she did several times oh, today. Oh, I saw that T-shot. Yeah. Snap-hooked it into a tree, 20 metres left. It fell down almost, you know, a lesser player may not have got moved the ball too much. He managed to bounce it and hook it around back onto the fairway, probably 210-ish out and got up and down for a lazy four. Chief. Up and down from 210. Yeah, up and down from 210. Yeah. So that really works for me as a, as a great par. But unfortunately, Lydia, she just does not have it off the tee. And you, this is a course where you must drive it on the fairway. There is uh, There are a lot of penal areas. And you can do those once in a blue moon, those 210 metre up and downs, but you can't continue to do it. And she failed in the end. Yeah, I was talking to some people about Lydia today, you know, like at her best when she was doing what she was doing, um, she was just preci precision was the yeah. word that you would use. You know, she Did would just bisect the fairways, just hit the green the right spot. And that's kind of gone. Yeah, unfortunately, so that's the, true. The putting becomes kind of irrelevant if you're, if you're scrambling all the time. Now, before we let go here, I just want to... We didn't do this yesterday. I apologise for all the people who uh, listen to Inside the Ropes to catch up with all Australian golf. It's the Queensland PGA Championship being held at Toowoomba uh, this week. Uh, Brad Kennedy lit it up yesterday and shot a... I think it was an equal course record, nine under par round there. And he's two under again today, and he finished 11 under three shots clear of Cal O'Reilly, Dave Branson, and Damian Jordan. Um, some other big names handy there. Dimi Papadatos, another one back at seven under. Anthony Quayle at six. Uh, Kyle Michelle, the uh, amateur who's heading towards the Masters in a few couple of months' time at five under the card. We'll probably do more on that in the weekend. But for now, guys, we, wh what, are you th what are your thoughts? What do I, did I say 
Did I say Kyle? Yeah. I meant to say Lucas. Lucas, humble apologies. Very easy mistake to make that one. Uh, just flicking through a leaderboard. Lucas, Michelle, beg your pardon. Well played there. I better check that it's him. I, I thought I, I thought I read K. Michelle. I'm in trouble here early. This is disastrous for me. You've lost it. It is Kate. It's Kyle Michelle. He's not heading to the Masters, so there you go. My, I had the name right. Oh, so the name the was person. right. Sorry, dude. The facts were wrong. Apologies for that. Jason, uh, Jason Day playing well in um, in the Genesis as well. It, is he? Yes. He has he not been seen up. by me, Blakey. What else have you got for us from the, from Los Angeles? Well, he's three back with Kucher leading. Yeah. And Tiger shot 69. So nice. Tiger Day, lit it up. Yeah. Uh, I have to admit, Christina, that my focus has been here at Royal Adelaide. Single Mine focus. has too. I yeah. pay attention to the golf clips in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly I do too because I've got the Michelle uh, boys wrong there and I apologise for that. So just recapping, Inby Park and Jody Hewitt shut off our halfway leaders at 10 under uh, from Gillian Hollis at 9, Ian Cho at 8, Marina Alex also at 8, a host of players, uh, or Celine Boutier, Madeline Sagstrom at 7, a host at 6, including Hannah Green, Minji Lee, and Robin Choi, also well-placed for Australia. Sage is set for a great weekend, Blakey. Yeah. Look, the course has been awesome. Uh, the field is great. And we haven't lost anyone, you know, too high up the up the pole. So yeah. it looks good. And you've got an all-time great up the top there. And we've got an all-time great good. here who's brought down uh, a lot of love and knowledge for us. It gets us, uh, makes us sound much more knowledgeable. We really appreciate having you on here, Christina. I just love being here with you guys. It's uh, it's one of the highlights I get to do. Just By the way, just got the pairings in. NB cool. and Jody tee off at 1.15 tomorrow afternoon. We're going to have a long day of golf. One big wave of twosomes. Jingyan off on her own at 7.05. And NB and Jody off to uh, wrap up the day at 1.15. Did Will they put uh, a marker with Jingyan? Did Don't Min- know if we'll have a marker. Mm. I'll have to ask about that. Did mm. Minji Lee and Robin Choi get well, paired together? Let me you? see. Ah. Can't find That's it. okay. It's no problem. Minji uh, Lee. Robin Choi is playing with six. Oh, that, oh wow. At eleven twenty-six, and Minji has Georgia Hall at ten forty-one. Wow. So that I mean, amazing, amazing pairing for mm-hmm. Robin Choi. I hope um, she soaks all of that up. That's an amazing experience. Yeah, they, she wasn't too far apart in the how it finished. I thought she might have snagged uh, Minji Lee. She was very excited about that, but I'm sure she'll be over the moon to play with Young and Lee six. Uh, that's a huge draw. What a crash course she's getting in, uh, you know, playing with the world's best golfers, which is exactly what the LPGA Tour has brought down here to Royal Adelaide. Thank you again, Christina. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Blakey. Good on you, Hazy. Mark Hayes signing off here from Royal Adelaide. We'll come back and do it all again tomorrow. But for now, that's episode number 148 of Inside the Ropes.